morning, good morning, ladies and gents, federal employees. I hope you're having a great day, and hopefully this episode can be um, an addition to your great day, to make your day that much better. That is my goal here, because today we're talking about retiring early and some of the best options to do that, specifically with a deferred or postponed retirement. Now, I get questions about these two things all the time, and these are probably two of the biggest things that get confused with each other all the time. When it comes to a deferred retirement and a postponed retirement, there are some vast differences. Well, in the English language, deferred and postponed, those words are very similar, right? And they mean almost the same thing, but in the context of your federal benefits, vastly different vastly, vastly different. So we're going to dig into that today. And I'm actually, if you're on the YouTube, you can see, I'm going to be sharing my screen, basically an article I wrote it's on my website. And it provides an incredible structure and some, some pictures, some graphs, some things to look at. So if you're on the pod, podcast, definitely jump over to the YouTube channel and check that out if you want the visuals as well. Okay, without further ado, let's jump right in. So we need to have some context though. Before we we jump into the first postponed and first deferred retirement, we have to have some context. So we know that these two types of retirement are often used when you're trying to retire early. Okay, now what does early mean? Well, early means before a regular retirement. Well, what's a regular retirement, right? And a regular retirement for a traditional FERS employee is generally there's three different ways to qualify for a regular, immediate, unreduced retirement, okay? And that is, first, you can be either age 62 or older with five years of service or be age 60 with 20 years of service, right, or more, or be age 30, um, oh, sorry, sorry, not age 30, um, be at your minimum retirement age, which is going to be between 55 and 57, for most of you, between 56 and 57, be at that age and with 30 years of service. Those are the three options for a normal retirement. Now, some of you are close to that and are very content working until those ages. Some of you, not so much. You want to see the options of potentially retiring before that. Okay. Now, there are really four different ways to retire early. Okay, there's a deferred retirement, which we're going to get into. There's an early out retirement or a VERA, V-E-R-A. Okay, there's an MRA plus 10 retirement and then there's, there's a postponed retirement. Those are the four main ways. Now, again, today's episode is going to be talking about specifically deferred retirement, postponed retirement. But I'm going to touch on the early out and the MRA plus 10 very briefly. So. An early out is basically when your agency is trying to downsize. They're trying to save some money. They're trying to get people off the books. They don't want to pay your paycheck anymore, so they're going to incentivize some people to retire early. Now, the reason I'm not going to dig into this too deep in this episode is it's not going to be available to everyone at the right time, right? This is not a this is not a um, opportunity that you could take advantage of whenever you want. Your agency has to offer it right at a time that you're eligible, and of course, you you would have to be able to afford to retire at that point as well. So, I'm not going to focus on that now, but just make sure you have in your brain that it's available for you potentially, um, and prepare if you want to retire early. Okay. Next, MRA plus ten retirement. Now, 
This is very connected with postponed retirement. And let me give me give you some background on what that means. So just like the name suggests, MRA plus 10 retirement means, hey, you can actually retire at your minimum retirement age. So again, between 50, 56 and 57 for most of you, you can retire at that age with only 10 years of service. But for every year that you do retire before you would have otherwise been eligible for a full retirement, your pension's gonna be reduced by 5% per year, okay? Now, this is going to, again, connect into postponed retirement a little later, but I wanted to give you some back, back, um, background information first. Perfect. So, now let's kind of get into the deferred retirement, and the postponed retirement, some of the things that you should know. So, I'm gonna go over each one specifically, but before we get too deep, if you're gonna, let's say, not listen to this whole episode, this is one of the biggest biggest differences between a deferred retirement and a postponed retirement. And that is with a postponed retirement, when your pension starts again, because you postpone it, but when it starts again, guess what? You can return to your health insurance. You can get your health insurance back. You can jump back into the same plan or a different plan that you were in before, which is an incredible thing because in retirement, you want that insurance if at all possible. Now, with a deferred retirement, you cannot, you cannot get back into your health insurance, okay? Once you leave the government planning on a deferred retirement, you lose the health insurance and you can never get it back, okay? That's huge. So that's one of the main differences between the two. We're going to dig into how you become eligible for them, all that good stuff. But just know that's one of the big differences. And again, keep it straight. Deferred retirement you are not eligible for FEHB when you come back. Postponed, you are. Okay, perfect. So let's dig into a deferred retirement first. Okay, let's kind of give some background here. To be eligible for a deferred retirement, you have to meet a couple criteria. You have to have at least five years of service. Okay, so a relatively low bar to me. You have to have five years of service, and you have to keep your contributions into the first in this in the first system okay when i say contributions i'm not talking about your tsp here these two things kind of get confused often so basically every paycheck as you know there's a lot of things that get paid out of your paycheck there's like your health insurance premiums there's of course you're contributing to the tsp that's there but there is also a piece of it of your money your paycheck every every pay period that goes to what they call just the FERS retirement system, okay? And this system, this fund, is what's going to fund your pension down the road. So every paycheck, you put a, a portion of your money into this fund, and later this is the where your pension gets paid out of, right? Now, when you leave the, when you leave the government before a full retirement, you actually have the option of getting a refund for all the contributions that you put into this FERS retirement system, okay? Again, this is separate from your TSP. This is not your TSP at all. Um, you can get a refund. Now, if you take that refund, you are now ineligible for a deferred retirement or any type of pension down the road at all, okay? So again, the two requirements for a deferred retirement is, hey, you have to have five years of service and you gotta keep your contributions in the system. And generally, it depends on the situation, but generally, it makes financial sense to keep the money where it's at, to keep it in the system and to draw a pension later. Generally, it's a good investment, right? Depends on the situation, but in most cases, it definitely is, okay? So, 
Now the question is, hey, okay, I've got five years of service. Let's say you're 40 years old. You've got five years of service. You keep your, your money in the, in the, in the system, um, but you leave and you take a job on the private side. When can you start your pension? That's the next question, right? It's a deferred pension, deferred retirement, but deferred to when, right? So here's a chart. I'm showing it on YouTube, but again, on the podcast, I'll walk you right through it. If you have five, more than five years of service, but less than 20, you can get this deferred pension at 62. That's when it would start, okay? Now, if you have more than 20 years, but less than 30, you can start your pension at age 60, so a couple years early, okay? If you've got 30 years, so for example, let's say you started at age 20, you're now 50, so you've been with the government for 30 years, but you don't want to work another seven until your minimum retirement age. You can leave, get a deferred retirement at your minimum retirement age. But again, you can't start your, your FEHP when you come back, right? Now, there's one nuance here. If you've got at least 10 years of service, let's say you're 40 years old. You've got 10 years of service. You can actually start your pension as early as your minimum retirement age. But because you don't have the full 30 that you would otherwise have to have, you're gonna see a reduction. And it's similar to the MRA plus 10 retirement reduction, meaning for every year that you take it before you would otherwise be eligible, you'll lose 5%, okay? So if you would have actually been eligible at 62, you started at 57, well that's 5% per year, so that's a, a hit of 25% to your pension forever. That reduction never goes away, okay? So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Perfect. And again, with a deferred retirement, you lose your health insurance. You cannot come back to it. You lose your life insurance, and you're not eligible for a first supplement. Okay. Now, what's the perk of a deferred retirement? You can leave early. You can go work on the private side. You can do whatever you want in your career, and later you get a pension. Right. Generally, with a deferred retirement, someone's not going to have a ton of years, and so your pension is going to be smaller. But that just comes with the territory of not having a ton of years. Of service okay so that is a deferred retirement now now let's talk about a postponed retirement like I said this is a very connected with an MRA plus 10 retirement and to be eligible for a postponed retirement you have to meet a couple criteria you've got to have met your minimum retirement age right so it's between 55 57 right in there you have to meet that okay and you've got to have at least 10 years of service. So it's a lot harder to be eligible for a postponed retirement, right? But the benefits are better, right? So if you've met your MRA plus 10 eligibility, you've hit your MRA, you've got 10 years of service, okay? Then you are eligible for postponed retirement. And what a postponed retirement is, is like I mentioned before, with a normal MRA plus 10 retirement, you're gonna see a reduction in your pension for 5, 5% for every year before you would otherwise be eligible, okay? Now, what a postponed retirement does, it allows you to stop working, it allows you to quote unquote retire, but you don't get the reduction to your pension for leaving early, okay? And the way it works is you retire, let's say at your minimum retirement age of 57, let's say you leave, you actually are gonna postpone your pension until let's say 62, um, if, let's say you've got 10 years of service, it'd be age 62. 
So you wouldn't get a pension for five years, but when you turn it on at 62, it's gonna be your full 100% pension. You're not gonna see that 25% reduction that you would have had if you started it right at 57. Okay, so that is what a postponed retirement is. It's saying, hey, I'm eligible for an MRA plus 10 retirement. I don't want the reduction, so I'm going to postpone my retirement to not get that reduction. Because again, if you take the reduction, that's a permanent reduction. It doesn't go away at 62. It's forever for the rest of your life, okay? Permanent reduction. Now, again, one of the big differences between the two is with a postponed retirement, you, when you start your pension, let's say at 62, you can get back into your health insurance. So let's say you're 57, right? Let's say you wanna go take a job on the private side for the, the last five years of working, you go do that. When you were actually retired at 62, you can jump back into your federal health insurance, your life insurance if you wanted, um, and that can be a great option for you, right? So you can get back into it after you come back. A deferred retirement, you cannot. That's huge, okay? Now, the big question, hey, which one should I take? Should I go for a deferred retirement? Should I go for a postponed retirement? And this is a great question. And obviously, postponed retirement is better because you can get the health insurance and, and the life insurance and things like that. Um, the big question is, hey, uh, what, what kind of uh, career do you want, right? Um, are you age 40 and you'd have to work another 17 years to be eligible for a postponed retirement? Maybe for you, it's not worth it. But if you're close, maybe you're close to be eligible. Maybe you could squeak out a few more years to be eligible to keep your health insurance, right? What's important to you? For, for example, some folks are military retirees, so they have TRICARE. Maybe they don't need the federal health care. They're not worried about that. So maybe a deferred retirement works great. Or maybe they're gonna wait until they get a full retirement. I don't know what your situation's like, but hopefully having a better understanding of what a postponed retirement is and what a deferred retirement is, it will give you a lot of context to make these decisions. So. A couple Q&A here. Last few things before I wrap this up. The question is, hey, how does a deferred or postponed retirement work for special provision employees? So that's air traffic controllers, that's law enforcement officers, that, um, I, I think I'm, I'm missing one, but special provisions, okay? Basically, this is the deal. Special provision employees can generally retire earlier than their counterparts. They only have to have 20 years of service at age 50 to retire with a full retirement or with 25 years of service at any age they can retire, okay? So if they meet those requirements, then it's a full retirement no matter what. But if they don't reach at least 20 years of service with special provisions to get at least um, you know the, the 20 years and 50 or, or the other one, the 25 years, if you're not eligible for those requirements, then you're automatically going to get pushed back to the rules of traditional retirement, the rules that I've been talking about this whole episode. So let's say you've only got 10 years of service, you are a special provisions employees, then you're just going to get dumped back into the normal traditional FERS rules that I've been talking about this whole time. Okay, so that's how it's going to work for you. So basically, if you're not eligible for the 20 years at, at, at age 50 or the 25 years at any age, if you don't get that as a special provisions, then the rules for deferred retirement and postponed retirement are going to apply to you just like I talked about them today, okay? So hopefully that makes sense. Now, the next question is, hey, can I get the first supplement if I get a deferred retirement? 
Or what about unpostponed retirement? Can I get it for the first supplement? And the answer is no. With either of these, you're not eligible for the first supplement. Um, that's just how it works. You're, you're just not, right? So that was a lot. I know this episode is going a little long, but hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully it clears up a ton of the nuances and the misinformation about a deferred retirement and a postponed retirement. And next time your coworker makes a comment of not truly understanding the difference between those two words, you can say, hey, actually, I actually know what those mean. And you can walk them through the differences on what this is. And maybe it's gonna take you a couple times to watch, to watch this video um, to really have it sink in, but hopefully that makes sense. Have an incredible rest of your day. I'll see you next time.